0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all about. don't know y'all better Make ask somebody. somebody. Mm-hmm. Hat, on, Hat on,
1: suit on, suit looking on, like the drop of dawn, giving a muff on, dress like the million bucks, buying mm-hmm. things in his cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me, who
2: could it be? But Steve Hart, oh,
3: yeah. to yeah. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Hart. Put your hands together for <laughs> your you please. Oh listen baby. why don't you
2: join me? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Do your thing, big daddy. uh-huh i sure will good morning everybody you are listening to the voice oh come on dig me now one and only steve harvey man got a radio show <laughs> boy oh boy oh boy i can't even tell you man um i've been doing some thinking and um And one of the things that I wanted to uh, mention today to you as one of the uh, principles of success, being grateful at all times is difficult to do. Being grateful at all times is very difficult to do. I I, I find that to be true with myself. Now there are others that might be able to do it, but uh, Just from talking and listening and and, and living and learning, being grateful at all times is difficult to do, but it's necessary because it's, it's, it's such an act of faith in knowing that no matter what's going on, it's going to be all right. And it's hard to see that when things are not going in your favor, when things have turned so dramatically the other way. And it seems as though you're the only one in the situation where you're involved with other people or someone got an accusation against you falsely or somebody trying to do something to you unjustifiably, whatever the case may be. When it's happening to you, it does appear to you that, oh my goodness, man, this is horribly one-sided. So it is difficult. It is hard to do, to be grateful at all times, but it's so necessary. And I, I just I just want to point out a couple of things to you. First of all, the difficulty in being grateful in hard times is that, number one, the, the present circumstances oftentimes is just so pressing and so overwhelming that a lot of your energy is devoted to trying to come up with the solution for that or trying to muster the strength to weather the storm or trying to just brace yourself to try to get through it and in doing that you don't it's hard to be grateful it's hard to be grateful in pain and i know it is but but here is the trick for me this is what i've had to learn how to do and I, I, I guess it takes practice to get here. It's not nothing you just start doing right away. You got to practice it in small increments to really get it. What I've always had to say to myself and what I've learned to say to myself is, this is happening to me because God is working me through something. This is happening to me because it's some form of test that I have to pass in order to graduate to the next grade. In order to be allowed to move to the next level. This is happening to me because there's something I need to purge my life of, my body of my spirit of. Something's purging in me. And when you purge something, it's it's painful. You know, it's like a person getting off drugs. The withdrawal is agonizing I've I've been told and every documentary I've ever watched it it's an agonizing process to go cold turkey to withdraw to pull away after you've been doing something so long and so I know that this process is tough when you're going through some pain but when you're purging your system when you when you when you're having to pass a test when you're about to make, when when you're being made ready for the next level, that moment right in there, in realizing that that's what's happening, that's where you find the gratitude. That's where I found the gratitude. I hope I'm explaining this correctly. I'm going to keep trying until I get it. But that's where you find the gratitude. The, the second part of it is, is that God has never left. In all the things I've done, in all the mistakes I've made, all the lies I've told, all the situations I've gotten myself into from being greedy and wanting too much for me at the expense sometimes of other people, not doing it deliberately or in a vindictive way because I've never had that spirit. I'm not a vindictive or mean person. But sometimes in my life, in wanting to do what I wanted to do, I didn't totally weigh out the cause and effect of the other person. I mean, can I just be real with you with that? I mean, how many times we done all done that? Look, it don't make you a bad person. You know, the good people do bad things all the time. I just happen to have come to the realization that unknowingly, and 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 not and not uh with malice intent towards a person i've i've heard people looking at something i wanted to do without really looking at what the cause and effect would be on the other person so in doing some of these things i've created situations for myself but god through his grace and mercy has allowed me to even get beyond that so when I'm saying that God has never left me in spite of myself, he's always gotten me through. So that's the other part of it too. see that no matter what you're going through, you've got to understand that God has always gotten you through it. Now, hasn't he? Now, it may not be the way you wanted or the way you liked, but guess what? You, you can't do wrong and not pay for that now that that's not how this works. That's never going to be the case. But the great thing about God is he fires warning shots at us all the time. He gives us an opportunity to stop. You know, he don't fully punish us right away every time we do something wrong. Now, does he, you know, eventually you're going to get caught doing whatever it is you're doing. You do understand that, don't you? But the first time that close call, that was a warning shot for you to stop. Look, I know you're not perfect. I know we all sinners down here. So I know you're going to make mistakes one time. I know you was looking at her when you wasn't supposed to. I know you said something to him when you wasn't supposed to. I know you got with her when you know you wasn't supposed to. And I know you got with him when you know you wasn't supposed to. So i tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to fire a warning shot. And maybe you'll slow your roll this time. But we keep on, though, see? See, see? that's what happens. See, we just keep on. And then the next thing you know, we get caught. Now, oh, Lord, have mercy. I want out of this. Yeah, we'll see. You done dug this hole pretty deep, and he gonna get you out. But there's some things that's got to go down now because you didn't pay attention to the warning shot. See, had you stopped the first time you felt bad about it and said you wasn't gonna do it no more, the situation wouldn't be as critical. But because we don't stop and we go again, but God always forgives. He always allows us to get back up again. He always gives us mercy. He always gives us his grace. He always does that.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to say it again. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, baby. Ain't no mountain high, ain't no valley low. Ain't no river wide enough, baby. If you need me, call me. No matter where you are. No matter how far. Don't worry, baby. Just call my name. I'll be there in a hurry. You don't have to worry. Why? Cause baby there ain't no mountain high enough ain't no valley low enough ain't no river wide enough to keep me from getting to you, babe. <laughs> hey. Oof. The whispers. I dedicate that to up. Uh, uh, uh,
1: the whispers. Uh, Uh. Uh. (laughs) You about to get backslapped
2: by four people up in here Come on, show Through the Zoom,
1: Through the Zoom Hey man, listen
0: to me
4: (laughs) When we having these moments, stay away from these, boy (laughs) Good morning, Shirley Strawberry Good morning, Steve Harvey Good morning Carla Pharrell
1: (laughs) Good morning, Steve (laughs) Junior Just felt like we're going
0: to skip your ass, Junior.
1: Nephew (laughs) Thomas
0: Top, top, what it do, what it do some damn whispers.
1: <laughs> I just like to look at the face though, when you make the face. And we love the whispers. Yeah. It's just that.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what you don't do is get the names wrong. Right.
3: Legend. You know, Roscoe
4: legends. Wallace is singing that hall. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. opened up with Listen baby. <laughs> love yeah. listen. Love to listen.
2: <laughs> he op- got he needed my your attention. attention yeah. At yes. the,
4: yeah. That's what I love, man. man. And then Roscoe just sang hard at the yeah. most unnecessary time.
1: Right. Yeah,
4: because ain't no right.
2: mountain high. Why the high
1: had to be so hard? Cause it's high.
2: But I like the See, I like the river
4: too. It's the river. Ain't high. no oh. river. Why? It's the enough, baby, it's See, wide, you wild got me. to you got to make it sound wide. Wild. And if the mountain high, you gotta make it like it's a hard climb. You
1: oh.
0: break valley oh, okay. up.
1: Okay. There's a method to this. Okay.
4: okay. <laughs> Ain't no valley low. You go down there. You hear that <laughs> valley
1: low Ain't no
4: valley low enough. It's the low, time. baby. It's
2: the low, not the valley. And then
4: and then get to it. if you need oh, me, call me. Get See that's me. what. Oh man. Even oh. that's
2: hard singing though. <laughs> For <laughs> that him. part, yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh.
3: That's great. Oh, one right on. All right. Well, and thank how,
4: you. How I want to start off. What's up, Carl?
2: On
1: Instagram, Earthquakes Instagram. He has an old throwback video of you holding hosting the Apollo, and mm-hmm. this dude did the Temptations, but it was oh. one guy. Oh yeah, he did
0: all, did all five all the parts. <laughs> nah. Boy. I and let me tell you what, the
4: only reason they let him live that night
2: <laughs> is because he
4: was trying so
2: hard. <laughs> he was all five of them, though. <laughs> all right, listen, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, time now for Steve's favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer in the Building. Are you ready, sir? Always. Here we go. This one is from Felicia in Nashville. She says, I'm a single woman and I recently moved to an apartment building close to my job. In passing, I've met a few men in my building. One very handsome guy got my attention and asked for my number. A few days later, I met him in the lobby and we walked to a cafe. It was the worst date and he sat and talked about himself for two hours. (laughs) I was honest with him and told him that there wouldn't be a second date. I guess he's not used to being rejected because the next day he left flowers outside my door and he put two notes on my car. He calls and texts me every day, all day, and I don't answer him. He's uh, too close for comfort, so what should I do? Mm.
4: Well, listen to me, Felicia. Uh, Slow down a little bit.
2: What should I do now?
4: He may not be a bad person. Let me tell you what uh, some men do, and I think Tommy and Kia can attest to this. What some men do when we meet somebody that's fine and we're attracted to is not that we ain't used to being told no. He's obviously sending flowers and notes. He's trying to get at the best we can. He got in front of you, and he tried to impress you. The problem a lot of guys make is when they're trying to impress you, they end up talking about themselves for two hours because he's trying to, he to put the bow on the package so you'll want to open it the best he can. But you had to sit there and watch him tape up the box, Put the wrapping paper <laughs> yeah. on it, put yeah. the bow on it, put the glitter on it, and sign the note. And you had to see all that. That's a mistake he's made. Now, it has worked for him before, but it's not working with you. And so all you got to do is say, hey, listen, this is what this is, what this is, and this is why I see. And then see if there's another side to this guy, because it very, 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 very well oh, may be. That's what mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Yeah. I don't talk like that. No, I don't know what you're talking. I just wanted to say, because maybe that's just how he is. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that was part two of the worst. She <laughs> said it was how the worst very date, and he be. sat and talked.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, it's the worst date because of that problem. <laughs>
2: yeah. It could have okay. been the worst date, mm-hmm. but,
4: you know. Don't make an enemy out of him.
2: Yeah, and He lives building. in the
4: same building you just got there.
1: I mm-hmm. bet you, be, you should tell him f- what he did wrong. I bet you he'll change it.
4: Yeah, all you got to do is feed him, oh, him soft-serve ice ne- cream. Yeah, he never mm. do it again. Right. That's what you okay. do.
2: All right, Kara in uh, St. Louis says, I'm 24 years old, and I'm a nanny for a couple that has a 4-year-old, and I've been with them for three years. For the past two years, I've been sleeping with the man of the house, and I'm disgusted by what I found out. I know they—I ha- knew they had cameras in the house, so we were always careful where we had sex. I thought we were dodging the cameras, but he was filming it each time we had sex in the house. He casually confessed to me that he has videos of us having sex, and his wife has watched some of the videos. He said the videos what? turn her on. I'm freaked out by this, but he said it's fine. Should I talk to his wife at all, or start looking? For a new job. What? 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 Mean,
4: wait a you? minute. Hold <laughs> <All> on. <laughs> little girl. Little girl. You think that he, he might just be trying to relax you? You really think you're going to take the chance that he didn't? showed these videos to his wife, and she cool with it, you finna take that chance. So you're going to go in there and talk to his wife about a video that she may know nothing about?
2: Right. What video?
4: That's what. <laughs> She's not
2: thinking like that, though, Steve. You know it. Huh? <laughs> She's yeah. not thinking like that. You know no,
4: well, I'm telling her, you better uh, start thinking about that yeah. before you go in there and have this conversation with this woman. Right. <laughs> because you, this man could just be lying. Oh, no, no, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I've been watching. I show my wife, too. It turns
0: Ooh, her it's own. a new day. It's a new <laughs> what? day. What?
2: Oh. You don't start looking for a n- new job what today. You? Look, girl, if you don't get out of there. <laughs> yeah. Girl. And don't sleep.
4: This ain't husband.
2: your man. Yeah. My
1: bathroom. <laughs> Boy. Junior's stupid. <laughs> right, she knows, Junior. Yeah, <laughs> she don't know nothing about, right. She don't know nothing about these videos.
2: Bro. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Bruh, you go in there and make that announcement. You i go ahead, Cher.
2: Don't do it. <laughs> Summer, Summer is an iHeartRadio Radio app listener, Steve. She says, I'm a forty-six year old female and I am in a situation with my pastor. I went to see the pastor about a problem I was having with a man, hoping pastor could counsel me. He told me that he'd be happy to help me if I gave him a small gift. I gave him $20, and he told me I could do better than that. I told mm. him that was all the cash I had, and he said I had something better than the cash. After mm. I figured out what was going on, I called him all kinds of names, and mm. I left. I told my sister what happened, and she said that our pastor has been doing this for years.
3: Come uh, on th- this isn't
2: right, and, and I, I want to <laughs> report him, but my sister said not to. What do you think? Mm.
4: Report him to who?
2: <laughs> oh. He the pastor. Uh, okay, they're higher up. I mean,
4: up. who should? Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, but when she said reporting, what does she mean by that?
2: Maybe you know, to there's a board, a governing uh-huh. board, you know, someone mm-hmm. higher up, like. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't know nothing over about the, that. Over the church, you
4: know. Okay. Because yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: elders. Gonna tell the elders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it, Junior. <laughs> that's lady,
4: lady, why don't you just leave Summer. the church? See, this one right here, you ain't got to punish him. You don't think that he got it coming. You don't think that if you're in the Lord's house doing something with Jesus' name attached to it and it's sinful, you, girl, you ain't got to do nothing. Matter of fact, I would leave the church before the lightning bolt hit. You know, I don't want the lightning bolt to come through the uh, ceiling and hit the pulpit and then knock the cross off the wall and I'm sitting in the- there back there. Now, I busted my head over because a neon cross that fell on top of my head, mm-hmm. and the Lord was punishing him. I don't want that to happen.
2: Oh. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. You, find, you know, sometimes people church. are so yeah, attached the to their church and everything. Mm-hmm. To the but wrong case, pastor, yeah. to a but pastor they ain't trying
4: to help you, right. for $20 because you got something better than right. that.
3: Right. That's right.
2: right. All right, thank you, Man, CLO. Please. Coming up next, Tommy's run that prank phone call
3: right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming
2: up at the top of the hour in trending national and entertainment news, Lil Wayne is facing 10 years on weapons possession. Yeah. Uh, Beyonce releases Ivy Park workout video. Plus, ladies, get ready because next hour we will tell you who is the sexiest man alive. But right now, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: Yeah, well, you're you're here to run that well, prank back. That's
2: it. To that's yeah, it. that's what you need that to do. That is it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> worried about this title. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is all. <laughs> what you got, Nev? <laughs> the title. <sighs> yeah. That's
0: it. I forgot my title. Just.
2: Oh, I
3: yeah, know what it is. Yeah. you hit my car. You hit my car. There. I, I don't like, I don't
0: like. Y- y'all just took my spirit, but that's okay. You hit my <laughs> what? car. What? <laughs> Yeah.
4: Might as well take your spirit. You ain't going to get the title. so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they took that too, Steve. Yeah. You hit my you car. with both of them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's go, cat. This
5: is She.
0: Do you live in apartment number 78? Uh,
5: that depends on who asking.
0: My name is Herman Wells. I live in Building 3, apartment 105. Do you live in apartment number 78? want with where i live look ma'am do you drive a camry a toyota camera light blue one yes all right your next door neighbor then told me that you ran into my car i got a benz a black one a 2005 c240 now i got light blue scratches on uh, my wait, wait, wait. my
5: neighbor told you
0: what your neighbor uh, matter of fact his name is uh brian kendall you i mean talked the to
5: cross-eyed across the hall the what? The cross-eyed m- that live across the hall told you what?
0: Ma'am, listen. All I know is he said he lived in apartment eighty. He lived next door to you. You live in a supposedly apartment seventy-eight right here in Cambridge Court Apartments. Now all I'm saying is he told me your car is the which is the light blue car hit my backed into my car. Now I ain't trying to create no problem, but somebody got to fix my car. Now, I got light blue scratches on my Benz. Uh,
5: last I checked. My light blue clamor wasn't the only light blue camera they made. Ma'am, you the only
0: light you the only light blue car in the parking lot. Ain't no even I'm light... the
5: only light blue car in the parking lot right now. I ain't going to say I've been the only light blue car in the damn parking lot.
0: <sighs> Ma'am, I'm not. I'm...
5: <sighs> Look, and I'm in the middle of watching T. What can I do for you? What you mean, what can you do for me? You didn't hit my car. I you ain't tra- touch your damn car. Is you got some cameras out in this parking lot that saw me hit your car.
0: No, I don't have no cameras, but at well least... Well
5: then, uh, I believe this conversation is over. And I don't give a damn what the cross-eyed man across the hall told you.
0: Look, let me tell you something. You didn't hit
5: my car. Now you going to sit oh, up and act on, like you ain't... Hold on, hold hit- on, hold on, hold on, player. Uh, is you yelling at me? I'm and, not yelling
0: at you, but you didn't hit my car. You the I only ain't
5: touch your damn Man, you the only man, light
0: blue car in the parking lot. I'm the only
5: light blue car in the parking lot now. And as a matter of fact, my car ain't even in the parking lot. My sister borrowed my car to go to the store.
0: Well, is it possible that your sister is the one that hit my car? Now.
5: nah. what?
0: Okay, is it, your sister... When is she coming back? Maybe she hit my car and didn't tell you she hit my car. No,
5: she ain't hit your car. She ain't hit your car because she would have told me she hit your car, damn car. Look, uh, I said ain't nobody hit your damn car. My car ain't got no damn scratches on it. What you ain't going to be doing is sitting here, here cussing at, at me, though. Then you I don't ain't... give a what kind of scratches you got on your car, but I can't do a damn thing about it. And even if you did, let me just be clear. I ain't got no insurance no way so i can't do nothing for you
0: wait a minute wait a minute let me tell you something
5: you it, ain't got to tell me shit. you ain't got to tell me a <laughs> thing and as far as i'm concerned this conversation is over
0: wait a minute let me ask you half a hundred call her back mister
5: you act like i ain't got you gonna pay either, for and these and scratches on, my call. pay for scratches on my car i got $3,500 on my car i don't you- give a about it. no you had them scratches on your car already I, and you ain't finna use me as no I, excuse to get you no new paint i dog. ain't
0: had no scratches already on my car oh yeah
5: you I, had them oh yeah you had no em. i oh, did that's not what i'ma tell the insurance adjuster if he come over here nah cause you gonna be using your insurance i already told you i ain't got no. don't make
0: me come over to your apartment number uh, 78 i'm
5: standing in the door i'm on my way to the door now i'm standing in the door come on
0: Come on! Look, I got thirty-five hundred dollars worth of scratches on my car that you need to pay for. You're the you only, you're the my only. You the only light blue. My ain't
5: even worth thirty-five hundred dollars. So you already doing better than me. What? 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 Look, I already told you. I'm tired of talking to you. I'm watching TV and you ain't got shit else to talk to me about. I, told I need to talk you, to you, I'm you not about fixing, this car, lady. I'm not listen, fixing your car. I got thirty-five. I didn't touch I, your car. My car ain't bumped up against your car. I ain't even parked next to no BMWs lately. It's a Benz. What a C- the hell ever? It's a Benz C240, a black... I don't give a damn if it's a, a, a Benz 777. I can't help you.
0: They don't make a 777.
5: I don't La- give a damn.
0: Lady, look, you know what? Can I say something to you?
5: No, you can't say a You know what you can say to me? You can say Bye.
0: I just want to say one more thing to you.
5: One more thing. I'm going to give you one more motherfucking thing. Go ahead on.
0: All I want to say is this nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, your sister Robin out of D.C., put me oh, up.
5: Oh, to- that. going to make me. You know what? I don't even hear you all i I listen to the show on the internet. And this. It- oh, you wait till I talk to her. Ass.
0: All right, right, Mr. Dale, but listen, before you go, can you tell me, what is the baddest radio show in the land?
5: The Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, nephew Tommy.
0: You knew you didn't run into nobody, I huh? knew
5: damn well I ain't hit nobody, because I be trying to plug my stuff out there, far, so won't nobody hit me, you know? Uh,
2: All right. Bye. What, <laughs> what? What? what, what, what? Know. What, what, what?
4: I'm talking about, man, no fear. Mm
2: -mm, mm -mm, mm
6: -mm.
4: Somebody owe me $3,500. My car ain't even worth (laughs) no (laughs) blankety-blank $3,500, so you already doing better than
0: me. boy. You act like I ain't got caller ID because you calling back. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Mr. You act like. like.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What, 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 what,
1: what? I'm standing in the door.
2: Uh-huh, <laughs>
4: uh-huh.
3: Man,
4: that sister right there, it was nothing you could say to her. But uh-huh. she was smart, though. She said,
2: Very, that's what I love And you,
4: her. just because you done had somebody mess up your car, and you trying to get me to take yeah, your mistake, because you hit your car, your car was hit before you came up, And that's what I'm going to tell you, sure, it's to when he come over here and talk uh-huh, to me. Uh-huh, she uh-huh. knew all the
1: people all involved in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, she was ready. She stayed ready. <laughs> she Quipped. was oh, man, equipped. man,
2: what? Love. What? what, what? <laughs> Miss Adele. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Love. All right, Waco,
0: Texas, baby. The Fool is coming to town to the Hippodrome. That is the Friday after Thanksgiving, Black Friday, social distance. We're going to have two shows just to make sure you are social distance and safe. So come out and hang out with your boy, nephew, Tommy, and friends. Waco, Texas, Black Friday. It's going down. Stupid is on the way. That's all I got to say. That's enough.
2: Don't see it. I, I hope, hope Mr. comes to see you. Uh, I, I hope Mr. Dell is in the audience. I'll
1: be back out there when his vaccine come through. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm going back out when the vaccine come through.
2: <laughs> My <laughs> citizens can't it. risk it. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment and national news. Right after this,
3: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: In today's entertainment news, Lil Wayne is facing 10 years, 10 years behind bars after being hit with a federal weapons charge. The U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida has charged Lil Wayne with one count of possession of a firearm and ammunition by a convicted felon. The charge is tied to a December 2019 incident where a federal agent searched Wheezy's plane at a Miami airport stopping in Florida en route to California. When it happened, his lawyer said that he was cleared to leave, even though the search turned up guns and drugs. It appears things have finally caught up to Weezy and he's due in court next month to face charges. Wow, face those charges. Yeah. Tell him to call we'll 45 so, to help him. Yeah. Wow. Better drop his name
1: in a song first, yeah. Yeah. then. It hard.
2: Yeah. But
4: that's let me great. ask you something. The story says he was, he landed in Miami, going to Cali. Did he, was he coming from out the country?
2: Uh, it it didn't say, it didn't say. The beginning of
4: the story says what exactly?
2: Yeah, okay, that um, the U.S. attorney for the Southern District of Florida has charged Lil Wayne with a count of fi- firearm possession and amusi- ammunition possession by a convicted felon. Uh, this is oh. from a 2019 incident where a uh, federal agent searched his plane in Miami, stopping in Florida en route to California. It didn't say anything about coming okay. out of the country. So,
4: so yeah, that's yeah. what it has to be, though. You don't oh, stop okay. in Florida to go to uh, LA, When you enter the country on a private, uh-huh. you have to stop at the first port of entry mm-hmm. and clear customs.
2: Break okay. it down for us. Uh-huh. Go uh-huh. Here. That's uh-huh. the uh-huh. only reason. Uh-huh. That's why Private, private you plane. You that. private. Yes. Yes.
4: Uh, that's yes. the only reason why you have to stop in Miami to go to California. There's no okay. other way to do that. You ain't going to mm-hmm. leave New York and have to go to Miami to go to California. No. So okay. he had to be coming from out of the country and uh-huh. he landed and they searched his plane and he didn't clear customs. He has a up. major problem right now though partner because you cannot be a convicted felon With on probation drugs and, and have, and have a what firearms. you can't
2: have that, dog. Ammunition too. And that's yeah. messed
4: up, man. That's yeah. messed up. Breaking he going to have to up. get some real help. Forty five.
2: Ten years. Oh, yeah. He supported Well, man. you know, call call you call him. Maybe and he'll get, get a, a pardon. pardon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 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 All right, yeah. moving on. Beyonce is using her inner Jane Fonda to promote her Ivy Park Drip 2 collection. In case you missed it, the uh, Drip 2.2 black pack that dropped yesterday was accompanied by an 80s Jane Fonda inspired fitness video. Take a listen to Beyonce's cute intro.
3: Welcome to my party. Everyone, grab your weights. Today, we're gonna do some aerobics that keep you thick and smiling. Where's the smile, honey bun?
2: not keep you thick. bay Robin. <laughs> I like bay Robin. I like that. Keep you uh-huh. thick. Go ahead, B. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. That is so uh, cute. And um, yeah, and other trending news, Donald Trump fired the Department of Homeland Security cyber chief who oversaw election security and guarded against fraud and foreign interference. Uh, the firing comes after Christopher Krebs, the director of Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency at the Department of Homeland Security issued a statement that the general election was the most secure in american history so he He told the truth and got fired yeah Mm. he's so child oh he's so child how
0: many more people left to be
2: fired really just just uh, fire everybody (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's terrible too much pressure going to work for the government it really is right now right now yeah Yeah. Mm yeah Yeah. And uh, can we just stop and say congratulations to our friend, Louisiana Representative Cedric Richmond? Yeah, Uh. (laughs) Representative Richmond will join President-elect Joe Biden's White House, departing the New Orleans area House of Representatives. Uh, He's held that seat since 2011. According to the Black Information Network, uh, Richmond will serve as senior advisor to the president and director of uh, the White House Office of Public Engagement, a similar role Valerie Jarrett had to President Obama. So congratulations! He right, yeah. said he's yeah. been a guest on our man. show. Yes, oh, he has. Yes. yes, he has. Oh, that's oh, the one
4: that called in. Yeah.
2: Yes, of course. Yes. Yes, oh,
4: yes, now I can put a face to a voice. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. Cedric. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Said. When I called him Cedric Robinson. Yes.
0: Yes. yes. And I was oh, like okay. Oh, that was him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That job, yeah. That's gonna be
1: perfect. He ain't gonna take a lot of questions now. You ain't gonna you can get too many questions out of him now. <laughs> what you mean, You're You're You know, black 20s people kinda of off, you know, all the questions I told you to answer once now. I ain't been too <laughs> <three laughs> that's It is question. what I said <laughs> I said what I said. Break yeah, right that down. <laughs> well, I don't care who you tell it to, that's what I said.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's what the president doing. Now, that's <laughs> it, now.
2: see y'all tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> He'll serve as senior advisor to the president and director of the White House Office of Public Engagement. Uh, so don't ask too many questions, though, okay? You yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't get it. your feelings hurt. Yeah.
1: Get Brown, boy. <laughs> Come on, Joe Biden, let's go. Let's yes, go. yes, yes. Can't hold this cabinet back, is man. shaping
2: up. Mm-hmm, hmm yeah. mm-hmm. I, I love, love that. it. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Because, mm-hmm. you know, whatever
1: happens, you know, it's, he's still going to be president. So they can do all this... You know, messing around with these votes and all this. He's still gonna be president. Who is he?
2: Meaning Biden? Biden. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah, right. And you and still it, have to go forty-five.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're gonna be through counting in Georgia this evening. It, they, they've already mm-hmm. shown that there's they found nothing. Man, Biden. If you want to mm-hmm. recount Wisconsin, it costs almost eight million dollars. You have to prepay for that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Million. Yeah, how's that going for <laughs> you? Yeah. <laughs> Lost out.
4: Michigan, yeah, by a hundred and forty some thousand votes. Yeah, I mean it wasn't even. Come on, yeah. man.
2: So even if they recount, how are they, they're not going to find? Ain't
4: nobody finna find a hundred forty seven thousand nothing.
2: <laughs> no, just let it go. But he's not going to do that. You too not. busy throwing tantrums. that ass out of that are going to do <laughs> yeah. it. To the left, everything you own in a box. To the left. Coming up in 20 minutes after, we'll tell you who the sexiest man alive is. Right after
3: this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, People Magazine announced the sexiest man alive. All right, let's on, go around the give room. Who do you think it is? Who do you think it is, Steve Harvey? Alive uh-huh, uh-huh. the sexiest man alive yes. sexiest man alive it was uh, john john legend yeah
4: i think it should go to uh jimmy walker okay what? seriously move what? on. Uh-huh. okay what?
2: junior who do you think <laughs>
1: any man that's working paying bills
2: Huh. Okay. And uh-huh. that is sexy. Uh-huh. I'm not uh-huh. that. Uh-huh. Oh, I like gosh, it. I like it. That's okay. absolutely brilliant, Junior. Yes.
4: Mm-hmm. all right so- better than my answer. <laughs> 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 <He's> stupid. <huh? laughs> yeah, but this is the answer we're waiting on. Yeah, now, uh-huh. so we waiting who,
2: on right now. Who, who do you think it is, nephew?
4: Uh,
2: I need be? a
0: drum roll. I need a drum roll with my own partner. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Sexiest Man Alive, Thomas W. Miles II, right there. Give it to me. Yeah.
2: Yes, Eh, sir. Wrong answer.
4: Wow. (laughs) Yeah. And oh, by the way, those are called sound effects. Uh-huh. And that's a button somebody pressed. Ain't nobody really <laughs> clapping for your ass.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not in, on this Zoom. All <laughs> right, so we do need a drum roll here, though, because People Magazine has announced th- that <laughs> the sexiest man alive is Michael B. Jordan. Yes, Lord. Yeah. What? Yes, yes, Lord. Yes, I Killmonger be. from Black Panther. Hey, What'd you I say, feel. Tommy? What'd you say, Tommy? I be. Damn. (laughs) <laughs>
0: every year I get looked over. I don't get every single hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Key word: answer. looked <laughs> over. Oh <my> God.
2: <laughs> well, Michael B. Jordan uh, casually accepted the annual honor saying, quote, it's a cool feeling. It's a good club to be a part of. As we all know, Michael B. Jordan starred in the boxing franchise Creed. Uh, he also starred opposite uh, the late, great Chadwick Boseman in Black Panther. Uh, women gasped and squealed in the movie theater when Killmonger appeared. Michael B. Jordan replaced John Legend, who followed Idris Elba. Yes, oh. Lord. Ooh, yes, yes, Lord. Trying, yes, Lord. Yes, <laughs> Lord.
1: It could be you next year. They getting shorter. Uh, no, they it. Shut up. Who's uh, short? Don't hate. Don't hate. Okay, who's short, Michael, Michael, Michael B. Jordan, then down to John Legend. Tommy, you got a shot. <laughs> <sighs>
0: No, he don't. I don't know who on the board. I don't know who doing it. People oh, that picks him.
2: Yeah, that yeah. picks him at people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're not mad. We yes. love Michael uh-uh. hey Jordan. Yeah. yeah. I like sexy. Michael yeah, yeah, B. Yeah. I'm just saying. Ooh, he's sexy. Yeah. I was happy for John Legend, too. Uh-huh. I and, was, uh, too. Yeah. I was, uh-huh. yeah. Just Idris, though. That was more no, Idris. <laughs> Idris, no-brainer.
4: Tommy Lyon, you wasn't happy for John Legend. Don't <laughs> lie. Remember All when right, he called up- in and told us he could feel it in our voice?
2: Coming <laughs> up <in> 34 <laughs> minutes after the hour. Call us, 877-29-STEVE. Call us.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right. Uh, time to go to the phones. Let's talk to the people, Steve. 877. That scared me. 877-29-STEVE. Gave me a little joke. Let's go to line one and talk to Ernestine out of Trotwood, Ohio. Right, Ernestine Good morning. Good morning.
4: out of Trotwood, Ohio. You know Just is, outside already? of Dayton, Ohio. Yeah. Home of Roger Trotman Zapp. Home oh. of Slave <laughs> Lakeside. Sly. The baddest funk bands come long. Straight up Ooh. out of Trotwood. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yes, <laughs> Ernestine. Yes, sir. Ernestine, though, right. Ernestine. Yes, sir. Know, Good yes, morning ma'am.
0: to you all. I just
1: wanted to morning. say I enjoy you in the mornings, and Steve, you are so inspiring. And um,
0: Tommy, he he has my whole crew here laughing. Every morning, because he's so crazy, somebody's gonna uh, hurt him one day for real.
6: Yes, and,
4: for real, Ernestine.
6: <laughs> and I just want to say, in this crazy time, y'all, Steve, you, you and your crew gives a
0: lot of inspiration to the people with this crazy lunatic
2: of a president. Come on, Ernestine. Tell
0: him, Ernestine. Tell him his
4: his nutty ass.
2: steve one hundred. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, man. All right, thank uh, you, Understeen. Uh, uh, shout out to uh, Marvelous Marvin Horton, uh, Leon Brutus, down there my boy Brutus, uh, Buzzy, oh, and uh, Marvelous Marvin Horton, the Dirty Foe.
2: Okay, Yo, all right. I <laughs> was just on a Zoom
4: call with them boys last night. You know, it was Founders <laughs> Day last uh-huh. night, so a lot yeah. of brothers got together. So shout out to the Dirty Foe.
2: Okay, yep. all right. All right, let's go to line no. five and talk to Shelly out of uh, Conyers, Georgia. Shelly. Shelly out of Conyers,
4: Georgia, home of Heat of the Night, and also uh, <laughs> the birthplace of uh, Fighting Temptations. Oh, so both oh, those right. movies. The were movie shot you were there. in.
2: You started yeah, that, yeah. yeah. that. Yeah, you were doing that. Down right. there Conyers.
4: Yeah, what's going on with you, darling? What's your comment?
2: Oh, good morning. Good morning. I'm, I'm
1: just so glad that they're finally going to say that Biden won. Me and my girls, we could not sleep for four years, Steve and Shirley. We could not <laughs> sleep with this man in office. Right. And we were just, I mean, when I heard he won, I even fell out. So I was like, Lord, we just prayed and prayed. We went out and done our part. We got everybody that roused up to go vote. Me yeah. and my girls, you know, we all drive the big rigs, Steve. Uh-huh. So we want to we come on and, and verse the men, the women drivers against the male drivers, if we could get in there. <laughs>
0: but oh, we're just
1: so blessed because none of us have coronavirus, and we're just blessed, and we're praying for everybody.
2: Thank
4: you, Aww. sister. Y'all stay safe out there. Be careful, okay? appreciate what you're doing. Truckers is essential workers, man, because they bring you absolutely
3: Truckers is
2: essential workers, Yes, man. they are. They yeah. keep the right. this moving. country going. That's right. That's, That's, right. That's right. Let's go to line three and talk to Annette out of uh, Fort Hood, Texas. Annette. Annette.
5: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How are okay. y'all doing this morning? Um, we doing? <laughs> um, I wanted to bring up the vote, Steve, because you always saying the vote, vote, vote. Um, I was talking to, prior to the election, I was talking to several people in the state of Texas, and I asked them why they didn't go register and vote. They said because they have felons. I was like, do you know that in the state of Texas, felons could vote? In Georgia, the felons could vote. If, if more felons, are, they got the biggest voice, males and females. If they get out there and register to vote, they will
4: be able to turn these states blue. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, that's a true statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, people don't realize mm-hmm. that. Now, there are a lot of laws that have been passed on the state level and federal level where people with felons can vote. So that's if you right. are in the state of Georgia and you are a convicted felon, male or female, it doesn't matter. You have until December 7th to go register and vote. All you got to right. do is go and register vote, and you can participate in changing these two Senate seats so we can really get some things done for the common man. Don't let these people fool you, man. I told you in the beginning Donald Trump didn't care nothing about you. I don't know how he done fooled all these people got him thinking he do, because he damn sure
2: don't. Prank phone call with nephew Tommy coming up right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: All right, coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject: I have three boyfriends, but something's missing. Yeah, hmm. uh, we'll get into that. We'll get into it. it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, <Ooh. laughs> seems like she's pretty busy, huh? All right, right now the nephew is here with today's prank phone call. What do you have for us today, nephew? We got Almost fight night, Shirley, man alive. It's Almost. fight night. Tell him. We'll tell, tell girl. Tell him. Sexy. Almost. Part, se- Almost oh. sexiest man alive. That's what you said. That's yeah, like,
4: it's a net almost, almost carries over, Tommy. Hmm.
2: So, you know, how, how did you
4: mean? Almost it? cute. <laughs> <laughs> almost, you know, almost ain't always
0: good. Right.
4: Oh, right. Almost tall. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm not, I, I am tall, man. You, you hear people the other day talking about timing tall, man. You, oh, you, you don't
4: believe that. We got four witnesses that the scene. Yeah. you lied. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> and it was only one person called. Yeah, you're not Hold tall. She had to be seven shirts. Yeah.
4: You and got there, nine there, million right. a week. And one right. Call. And ain't no telling how short the person was that called. <laughs> Fight night, let's go,
0: cat dog.
6: <laughs> Hello, hey, I'm trying to speak to Troy. Yeah, here's me. Hey, Troy, how you doing, man? It's Kirby, man. Uh, I live a couple streets over from you. What's happening with you, brother? Uh, Kirby. Uh, uh Kenny. Uh, Kenny gave me. You got Ken You know Kenny on your street, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, no Kenny. Yeah, yeah. Kenny gave me your number, man. I wanted to reach out. I'm inviting a lot of people. Uh, in the neighborhood man to you know uh Mayweather fight so I'm inviting a lot of people over to the fight party over here at my house. Oh yeah, yeah, I was wondering if I was gonna watch it on fight too, man. That don't sound like a bad idea, man. Okay, okay. Well listen man, come on through. Uh everybody gonna be getting here like around seven, seven thirty. And uh yeah. man we got food, we got liquor, margarita machine, my boy he's gonna be on the grill with the burgers and the and the hot dogs man and one of my other partners gonna be smoking some wings, man. So we we good, man. So I'm I'm just inviting a bunch of people in the neighborhood to come through. Cool. You need me to bring something through, man? Some wine, anything? What? Uh, look here. Now that you uh now that you mentioned it, man, we, we we missing a little something. Uh, hey, let me let me ask you this here, uh, Troy. You um uh, you got cable at your house? Yeah, yeah, I got cable. Here. Okay, listen. Here's here what we need, man. I I got about four thousand feet of cable cord, and what I want to do is come over there. And hook up this cable cord to your house and run it two streets over to my house so we can watch the fight in the backyard. Hey, wait, 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 hold up, man! I know you. Hold up, man! I know. Hold on, I know you didn't just say. Now say that again. You want? You got four see, guys. See, see, we see, we got. Wire. Like I say, we got the food, the liquor. All of that, man, you know, a lot of people coming over. But, see, the problem is I ain't got cable here at the house. Well, how is you going to have a fight party and you ain't got no cable? And that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You you asked me what could you help out with, so that's what I'm asking you. I, I used to work for the cable company. I know how to hook it up at your house. I know how to bypass pay-per-view. We're going to run it two streets, over. I got a real doable cable cord. I got a big TV I'm going to put out in the backyard. You call me and invite me to a fight party. Y'all ain't got no no cable. Now you want me to do something illegal and run 4,000 feet of cable wire two streets over to my backyard, over the fence. I'm out here with these white folks get me put out. I'm already having I... problem with my mortgage already. Now now you want me to do something illegal or get me put out. Okay, I I understand that dog, but listen, what I'm saying is no, we just talking about for a few hours. We ain't gonna we it ain't like we gonna do it for a couple of days or nothing. I I I don't know how you you can even call call up a cat man and invite him out to a fight party and you ain't got no cable. Okay, but I invited you to. You gonna get liquor and food and stuff, man. You gonna have a good time. Do yeah, your absolutely. part. Let, let me let me get a little bit of your cable for a couple of hours so everybody can watch the fight. So, you want to have a fight party at my house? Man, I don't know you like that. You know, I'm not saying point we, point we point having in my it at kind of your house. I'm on. we having it at my house. we just using your cable. Man, I can't have no cable. I don't do nothing illegal, man. So, I'm not having no police in front of my house, man. I got I got a family now. I'm a family man. I, got, I get up every morning and go to work. I work hard. I'm not going to have I, no. And no I got cable, that, man. I'm just telling house. you for a few hours, man, so we everybody can everybody see the Mayweather fight, man. man you saying Kirby and Kenny. Man, I don't know. I don't really know y'all people like that, man. I don't know Kenny. Well, I didn't know I could keep a nice yard, man. I don't know y'all. I can't be having no laws and all this shit. My children running while this cable coming from my house. Like, I can't have that, man. I'm out here with these white folks. These white folks are not having it, man. I understand all that, man, but I didn't invite all these people. I can't disappoint these people. I got the hell to have a fight on at the house. I understand your situation, my brother. I want to be at your house watching the fight, too. But I can't, ain't nowhere in the world enough to have no 4,000 foot of cable running from my house. I can't see that one happening. I'm, I'm out here in the suburb now with a family now. I can't do them type of thing, man. I, can't, I don't want to. No post I don't want the cable hey man. My yes, eyes. Hey, you're the only one in the suburb. I'm out here too. What I'm trying to tell you is I'm not going to disappoint these people. Now I want to have your approval, but I'm coming to hook this table up. You coming well to hook up a cable? I'm coming to your house to hook this table and run it two streets over. Oh, so if I say you can't hook it up, you're gonna come and hook it up anyway, that what you're telling me? I'm telling you I can't disappoint these people. I'm coming to hook this table up, man, whether you like it or not. Oh. Now if you put me in front of my I will for the cable. It's gonna be a fight. Hey man, I can't disappoint these people. Now I'm just trying to get you to show some love for four man, hours. you ain't gonna and disappoint me. We gonna have a show for them. If you come over to my house, you bring them people you got over there with you, so they can see a fight. Hey man, what what are you what are you saying? You you trying to tell me you ain't gonna let me hook the cable up when I get over there? I stand up on it. I be waiting out there with no shirt and shot. And you ain't gonna land fifteen rounds with me. Hey man, I'm not finna sit here Kennedy me you was cool. I cool to an extent, but like, you're not gonna give me to break no law in front of my children out here, man. I'm thirty nine years old. I am playing them games, man. When I was younger, you made with to kinda of coerce me with a of money, but hey, I'm not going for that. I'm not going for that route this time, brother. I'm not having all that activity going on in my house. I'm coming over there and I'm hooking up this cable. F- well you come over here, you took bad I got something for you, Tuffy. You come over. I'm going to sit in front of my house right now. Tell that kid to come 22, Mr. Carey. I got something for all y'all. All I'm telling you is, I'm coming over there to hook my cable up so these people can watch f- fight. Hey, well, line it up then. Yeah, you want going to come take some cable from my house. Line it up. I'm going to have my wife take my hands up right now. It's going to be like, I got one more thing I need to say to you, though. Is you listening? I don't care what you say. You come in front of my house. You better bring some help with you because you ain't going to leave here. You come in front of my house with some cable cord. I don't give a d- who you is, and I'm gonna whoop Kennedy. D- whenever I see him, I'm whooping him on site. I'm gonna get my children in the car, and his children in the car, and I'm gonna whoop you the d- if you come right here with that knob. time I do oh, okay, I'm gonna so put on you right here, man. If you come out my eyes right now with that. D- I said, I got one more thing to say to you. you, Are you d- what you got to say is you listen to me. I'm listening. This, d- this is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. D- who it is this? <laughs> Who you say this is? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, I know you ain't called my phone, man. My blood pressure high as You got me ready to squabble, man. I got bad cholesterol, man. You've to you raising my cholesterol level and everything, man. You got me ready to whoop somebody out here. <laughs> All man. right, man. I got to ask you this right here, Troy. What is? What is the baddest? I'm talking about the baddest radio show in the land. Man, the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man, y'all crazy.
2: Come on, come on, hey,
6: Tuffy. Man. Come hey, on, hey, Tuffy. Hey, I love Trump. I love I love, it. I love,
4: it. I love black Me? men, man. Oh, I, I just do, man. I just, I love our propensity no. for violence. <laughs> he said. I was, I'm finna go in here and have my wife take my hands take up. Take my hands? This dude finna come out here and be busy, man. What? <laughs> yeah.
2: He said, he said,
1: I'm 39, but back when I was young, you could have yes, coerced me with yeah. some money. You
2: could have me with some money. That's
1: that's that's money. <laughs> right, right, right. Could have gotten it.
2: Whoa, um. He don't even know those people. He just knows them because they have nice yards. <laughs> I'm out here with these white folks.
3: With these <laughs> white <laughs> I'm out here. They <laughs> <laughs> ain't
4: finna play this, man. Uh, <laughs> I
2: love him. That's our line.
4: That, that was yeah, good.
2: King me. of pranks, baby. King I of pranks. I love black people. I mm-hmm. love
4: us. Yes, I so, And yes. have
2: so. my wife tape my hands
4: up. I said, this, this dude have <laughs> been a couple of scraps <laughs>
3: All right,
2: thank you, nephew. Coming up next, Strawberry Letter. I have three boyfriends, but something's missing right after this. All right, the countdown is on for the Georgia State runoff dates. Request your absentee ballot right now. December 7th is voter registration deadline. December 14th through the 31st is early voting. December 14th through the 31st is early voting. And January 5th, of course, 2021 is Election Day. Please, Georgia, come on now. We got to do this. Vote for Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff. Okay, we need those two individuals in the Senate. It. All right. So Joe Biden, president elect can get his bills through, can get done what he needs to do. Okay. That's yeah, what sure. this is all about. Absolutely. That's what it's all about. All right part two Let's dope. Let's go. <laughs> yes yeah. we gotta do this yeah our work isn't done all right we're gonna switch gears time now for today's strawberry letter if you need advice on relationships dating work sex parenting and more please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit strawberry letter we could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're gonna read this one right here right now uh, don't worry about
1: it. I got it, Tommy. I know. Um, Shirley, I'm going to introduce you. Tommy can't take it because he found out he ain't the sexiest man alive. So he can introduce you. So I'll do it for you. He's going to be gentlemen.
4: missing a lot then. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Strawberry Letter with my good friend, Shirley Strawberry. It's okay,
2: Tommy. Michael B. Jordan, nephew, Tommy. Just saying. Girl subject. <laughs> I have three boyfriends, but something's missing is the subject. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm a 29 year old woman with a great job and a great body pretty face, and three boyfriends. One boyfriend is 38, and he's an oil company executive. One is 39 years old. He's a police detective. The third one is only 21, and he's a manager at a retail store. They are all good financial providers, and the youngest one is muscular and very handsome. The two older ones spoil me, and I travel extensively with one of them. But there's no real physical attraction to the two older ones. I'm 5'9", and all the men are around my height. I would love a much taller man, but tall men don't like tall women for some reason. I know that you're wondering if I'm having sex with all three, and I'm not. I'm only having sex with a 21-year-old. My friends don't believe... That uh, the other two men are spoiling me without having sex, but I'm proof that it can happen. I thought I was going to start falling for the 21-year-old when we had sex, but I didn't. The only thing I'm feeling is empty. I want one man that is a good provider, makes me feel safe, travels with me, and is great in bed. I've been juggling these three guys for two years because I don't want to be alone. I'm at that age where all of my friends will probably end up getting married before me i've asked my two older boyfriends if they plan to settle down and they're still not ready or maybe i'm not the one for them i've tried to focus on one man at a time but i got bored and ended up back with the other two men date more than one woman at a time and then pick one to settle down with so why isn't it working out for me please advise uh (laughs) there's way too much going on in this letter way too much and, and I think what's missing here is you, um, because you don't have time for yourself. I'm not quite sure what you want. Um, I'm not quite sure. You mentioned marriage, of course. Uh, you mentioned not being alone. Um, you have all these men, but you don't sound happy. You don't, you know, you just sound confused. You sound like you might be ready to settle down, like I said, but none of these guys seem to fit the bill. You have pieced together three different guys who have the qualities you want in just one man. But the truth is, if the man you want comes along right now, how is he going to fit into your life? That's the question you have to ask yourself because you have no room or time with him. For him, you you you're already juggling three guys, you said, it, and you've been doing this for 2 years. Guys you're not in love with. Or uh, they're just guys filling the void in your life because you don't like being alone. You're not attracted to the two older guys, but you can travel with them, and they can take care of you financially. They obviously like the way, the way things are, and they don't want to change things. They sound married to me, although you didn't say that in this letter. Uh, the 21-year-old, you have him for sex, but he probably can't afford you or travel with you or on his retail manager's uh, salary. I get that. But again, you leave no room for your ideal men. And and I think it's it's back to you. You don't even have time for yourself. And you're the most important person in this entire letter. So I think you need to drop all of them and concentrate on yourself. That's what I think. Steve?
4: Yeah, well, appreciate you writing in, lady, but I don't think you're telling the truth.
2: <laughs>
4: I just don't see it that way. Oh, uh, I have proof mm. because... I. Look, your 29-year-old woman, listen to this description. I have three boyfriends with something special. I'm a 29-year-old woman with a great job and a great body. (laughs) I have a pretty face, and I have three boyfriends. Now, okay, cool. You sound ideal. And now, here's where we get I can't believe it. One boyfriend, 38, all company exec, Another mm-hmm. one is 39, police detective. Third is 21, he's a manager at a retail store. They are all good financial providers, and the youngest one is merch. Okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. Why am I a good financial provider for you? How- Knowing what I know about men, that we don't do nothing, we don't do anything don't for nothing. Hard.
3: We don't
4: do nothing Mm -hmm. without a reason behind it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this has been going on for two years. He's an oil exec and a police detective. These are not stupid men. Mm -hmm. And so for two years, they've been providing you financial assistance, and they're very good at it. For what?
2: (laughs) For what? Because she's not having sex with them, you're saying.
4: Girl, bye. (laughs) <laughs> fit to play this game with you come back right, i'll tell you
2: the rest of it mm-hmm. we'll have part two of steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after i have three boyfriends but something's missing back after this
3: you're listening to the steve harvey morning show
2: all right steve come on let's recap today's strawberry letter this subject i have three boyfriends but something's missing you know uh i
4: found a lot of holes in this letter and i don't know how y'all feel about it Here's a woman say, I got three boyfriends, something. She's 29 years old, got a great job, great body, pretty face, and three boyfriends. One boyfriend, 38, he's an oil executive. 39-year-old is a uh, police detective. And uh, we got a 21-year-old that's manager at a retail store. Uh, uh, and, and But they are all good financial providers. And the youngest one is muscular and very handsome. Okay, see, hold up. So now once you say a man is a good financial provider, mm-hmm. and I know for a fact that men don't do anything for nothing, <laughs> you can stop trying to tell me what you about to tell me in this letter coming up. Uh, the two older ones spoil me, and I travel extensively with one of them. Now this woman has said in this letter, let me just get to this part. Uh, <clears throat> I know what you're wondering if I'm having sex with all three, right. and I'm not. Yeah. I'm only having sex with the 21-year-old. Lady, bye, stop. <laughs> you, you, you're, not, you're not telling the truth. You've been involved with these men for two years. Two
2: years, Steve.
4: An oil exec and a police detective. And this look at this one right here. The two older ones spoil me, and I travel extensively with one of them. Mm-hmm. He keeps traveling with you to where? What, what, where y'all traveling to extensively? What man keeps buying you an airline ticket and y'all travel extensively? Where, when you get to where you go, where do you stay? Mm-hmm. Why you stay? And, and why does he keep taking you on these trips?
2: Are, are you kidding me, lady? Because she's got a great body and a pretty face and a great job, Steve. And he don't want that. <laughs>
4: So I'm gonna spend all this money traveling <laughs> with you and taking you places, and mm-hmm. we not screwing for two mm-hmm. years.
2: That's what she you said. You ain't
4: that that's not damn, damn fine. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, I, 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 Tommy Junior. <laughs> no, 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 sir. No, we
0: doing something, <laughs> no, dog, no, This doing is not every happening. Every time
1: we
4: together, I'm trying, dog. Listen <laughs> to me. It's not. It doesn't make any sense. You've convinced two well-paid men to do this and to take care of you financially. Or mm. the mm. other lie is you ain't got that great a body. Your face mm. ain't that damn pretty. Some, <laughs> something wrong in this letter. <laughs> One of them is man, a lie. You huh? know, they taking wow. you around for counseling to help you better. Some. But something in this letter is a lie. All right, now, nah, here we go. I'm 5'9", and, and all the men are around my height. I would love a much taller man. If you got that good a body and mm. that pretty a face and you all that – how the hell you can't get a tall man, mm, yeah. girl? Bye. I'm just telling you, it's too much in this letter that ain't adding up to me. But tall Not men don't on. like tall women for some reason. What?
2: I never, I never heard <laughs> short that before. men like
4: tall women. Men like women. Women. <laughs> <laughs> we like ugly women, attractive women, I full tell. figured women, thin women. The girls yes, stop. <laughs> I
2: okay.
4: know that you wonder if I'm having sex. Anyway, I'm only I'm only having sex with the 21-year-old. That's a stupid decision.
2: Yeah.
4: That yeah. work at the retail store. <laughs> and he's a good financial provider.
2: How? <laughs> he that at is
4: Walmart. Not he can take care of himself and who are he responsible. He got no money for you. My friends don't believe that the other two men are spoiling me without having sex. Duh. (laughs) Oh, they don't. Your friends ain't the only one, lady. Okay, so now I have proof, but without me having sex, but I'm proof that it can happen. Okay. I thought I was going to start falling for the 21 year old when we had sex, but I didn't. Because the only thing, you know why you ain't fall for him when you start having sex? Because he's 21. He probably ain't that good at it yet. Oh, he can do it more often, but it <laughs> ain't got the quality that it's going to have in the years to come. So once again, you have made another badass decision. Only thing I'm feeling is empty. I want one man that is a good provider, makes me feel safe, travels with me, and is good in bed. Excuse me. You keep wanting and expecting something that you're not willing to give. Mm. You want one man, but you got three. You want one man, but you ain't being one woman to no man. Right. So you keep expecting something that you're not willing to give. Ain't nobody finna make you their, yours if they don't think you are. Mm-hmm. You don't think them two dudes are smart enough to figure out that you're doing something somewhere else. That's why you ain't getting what you want. I don't want to be alone. You alone because you're making alone-type decisions, girl. I'm at an age where all my friends will probably end up getting married for me because they got it right. I got two older boyfriends. They plan to settle down, and they still not ready. Like Shirley said, probably because they married. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or maybe I'm not the one for them. You don't sound like the one for nobody. I'm trying to focus on one man at a time, but I get bored. Well, okay, you miss excitement. You need more than one man. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing, and don't write me and Shirley no more.
2: <laughs> she
4: was Settle down. What she wants. This yeah. ain't working for right. me. It ain't working Thank for you, me. Steve. Then stop <laughs> your ignorant self.
2: Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, Sports Talk with Junior right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right,
2: it is time, ladies and gentlemen, for Junior and Sports Talk. Go, yeah. Junior! Thank
1: you, Shirley. Um, <laughs> in breaking news, J.J. White leaving the Texans. What? No, I'm just saying it could happen. Everybody else leaving the damn like, teams. Like what?
0: <laughs> oh, don't do me don't like that. Don't even matter.
1: Jimmy. Don't even matter, Tommy. It could, it could just be happening. Hard leaving. Well, what it matter? So, you Hard know, hey, even the Rockets. Yeah. yeah, it don't even matter. Mm-hmm. But tonight everybody is the NBA draft. Oh my goodness It's going down tonight. Uh tonight LaMelo Ball is the projected number 1 pick going to LaMelo. Yeah, LaMelo Ball, man. Alonzo Ball's brother, man. Is going to um is projected he go to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Oh, Ooh, hey, so man, he's
4: he well, well, okay. Oof. Well, he's going to disappear.
1: Yeah, yeah. We not go to get the Timberwolves after the night.
4: is like going to no man's land. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah.
2: Really? Yeah. Just, so, who,
4: who, who who know what Timberwolves? What they what they play at, Shirley? What did know. the Timberwolves play, Shirley? I
2: know. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: yeah,
2: know yeah. about hey, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's about just these. the first thing, right. thing that came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're on the exactly, wrong sure. end of oh, the state. Oh, Minnesota, Minnesota. Right, yeah, Minneapolis. Yeah, that's where they
1: play. Yeah, yeah. So. All right, the I the most famous <laughs> name lately going to be on the Minnesota Tipper Wolves is LaMelo Ball, because we don't know who played for the Minnesota <laughs> Tipper Wolves. You have he's no clue. turn them around,
2: Junior. Yeah, you have no <laughs>
1: clue tonight. But, you know, it's also been reported now that James Harden says the reason he's leaving the Rockets is mm-hmm. because the owner of the Rockets, Tillman, supports President Trump, and he said he can't play under them circumstances. So he wants to play for a team without a Trump supporter. News for you, Harden. They all Trump supporters. So where are you going to play yeah,
2: he'll well, be a couple of them ain't,
0: Junior, but I don't know if he's gonna be able to going? get in there.
1: He'll be what, gone what, soon. What, what, but hundred and two million. I mean, Contract yeah. for two years.
0: Well, I mean, hundred two million. I play for Trump. I don't know. I
1: don't care.
2: what you Hundred two million. Okay, really. Yesterday, Steve was with the KKK playing. Yeah. Now you're playing on the Trump's KKK
4: Nationals. <laughs> <laughs> Starting That's guard for the Ku Klux Klan Nationals, <laughs> Stop it. coming in at a hundred and three million dollars in two seasons. Yeah. yeah. Please, straight out of Welch, West Virginia, at six foot two, no longer has hops. Steve Harvey.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, you run out on the court and snatch your hood off. No. <laughs> <Dog. laughs>
4: hey, dog. Oh, hey, dog. My warm-up <laughs> suit is a Klan outfit.
3: <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh yeah, it is, man. So congratulations, fellow man. The- Enjoy your night, man. know the These number just, number just right. jokes people.
0: They <laughs> yeah. just jokes.
2: All right, thank you, Junior. you're coming up at the top of the hour. We'll talk about pandemic Thanksgiving right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Well, we all know that we're getting ready to celebrate a very Fauci-like Thanksgiving. And what I mean by that is there will be fewer people at your Thanksgiving table this holiday. So to the crew, I've got to ask you guys, um, do you have some family members that are still arguing about coming to your house for Thanksgiving? And... um, (laughs) That's one. And here's the second part of that. What are some of your traditions that you're keeping during this year's pandemic Thanksgiving? Because it's going to be different, you got to oh. admit. It's going to be a yeah, lot different. That, that, yeah, that, that,
0: that fried turkey going to happen no matter what. I don't give a damn who show up. The fried turkey going to be there. <laughs> yeah,
4: uh-huh. it yeah. ain't really going to be no different in my house.
2: Oh, really? Are you having oh, okay. a are you having a big celebration or small? You're keeping it small. I mean, you're right? still just my family, family. Kids. Yeah, just your family.
4: My mother-in-law never going to be here. You know, everybody got to get COVID tests because they old, so they can't be around nobody. Well, that's oh, different, you know, that's, Yeah, that yeah that's different. different. You got to take COVID mm-hmm. tests. Come up in here, you know. <laughs> but other than that, is I don't really see no problem. You know, we stopped having the big gatherings after that. We had that year where they had their whole family over here. Yeah, what
2: happened? Who, who is yeah. they? Could you tell yeah, us about
4: know. that? Yeah, Margie, people so. are different. You know, they got in a big circle. So we got a big island, so everybody got around the island. It was about uh-huh. probably had to be 25 30 people in the circle holding hands uh-huh. and uh, they wanted to go around and everybody had to uh, <laughs> everybody, what everybody had to say something that they they were grateful for oh okay and so uh-huh. i was holding the hand uh next to this slow man i didn't know uh oh, God, what was wrong Steve. with him but he was slow i didn't know I didn't <sighs> Are you going to tell this story? going where is this okay, going to i'm just gonna okay what you <laughs> ask me for
2: Oh Lord, why did I that's ask why you? That's why we don't question. have it no more. <laughs> what okay. happened? Uh, oh, what did well, now you
4: want to know? And so, yes. you know, everybody God. was going around the circle and it was going I'm uh keep... it was going uh counterclockwise, so he was to my right. So I was holding mm-hmm. his hand. I didn't want to, I just got stuck right there. Marjorie Mama was holding my hand, and I got <laughs> stuck with him because he grabbed my hand out, tried to snatch <laughs> away, but he was strong. <laughs> So I could, yeah, I tried to snatch away, but he was strong. He had me. Oh, God. He had me, he had me lie. I was, I was punked up up under him, so, you know. he was, And,
1: and everybody was going around in circles, saying
4: what they was grateful for.
0: Uh-huh. And when
4: they got to hear him.
1: I absolutely
0: hate him. Uh-huh.
4: He said, I want to thank the Lord for the weather.
3: <laughs>
4: and so okay. I opened my eyes. Because, nice. mm-hmm. huh?
3: Yeah, nice. the yeah, thank
4: yeah. For no, weather. you. No, we was naming stuff you had to be grateful for. Mm-hmm. Okay, the weather.
3: Thank you. What's wrong with Who that? Who do that?
4: Got more to be grateful. <laughs> you can't judge his... Uh, yes, no. Nah. grateful. Okay, well, you want me to run? You want the rest of it? Yes. yes I no, want to uh-huh. thank the Lord for the weather. I want to thank the Lord for the coldness I'm able to feel. And then yeah. the, thank him for, for all this heat in here. What? But it's but I'm still cold. Okay, <laughs> now I'm. Holding his hand. My <laughs> eyes is wide open. I look directly across at my son Winton uh-huh. and this fool whole body shaking with laughter. He lost it. Me Winton. Because he's that. your son. <laughs> so I look over at my wife. My wife is squinting through her eyes like you yeah. bet not. But I'm holding his hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. Now Marjorie mama next to me, she's squeezing my other hand, going, <laughs> Jesus help him. Helping Jesus, help. Him. Well, Jesus is not helping me. It's who you need to be praying for. And if it get any cold in here, it'll be hotter than I want it to. I'm faithful. Did I say it's hot? Cause it's really cold. Now, dog, I'm in here. I
0: hate you. I'm
4: crying. I'm slobbling on myself. Oh. My nose is running. Slobbling. My wife is mouthing, you better stop.
2: That's right. Nah. Me and
4: Winton is over there hollering. So we had to cancel all the family Thanksgiving calls.
2: After that. Yeah. Not Lord, COVID, because Not because of COVID, because of you. <laughs> and not because you don't know how to act. <laughs> All right, we'll have more of uh, the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up in 20 minutes after the hour, right after this.
3: Crazy. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: We all know the holidays are looking a bit different and most of America is planning on hitting the road instead of the skies to see family. You heard us going rogue last week and we're continuing to go rogue by partnering with Nissan to bring you the ultimate Thanksgiving rogue trip playlist with five different drive modes and advanced technology, the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue is perfect for your family road trip. And have you seen the features? They are unbeatable like LED lights and two-tone color options on the exterior. And as we head out for the Thanksgiving holiday, we are looking for your help to create the ultimate Rogue trip playlist. So jump on social media, tell us what songs should make our playlist by using the hashtag #SHMSRogueTrip. That's S H M S Rogue Rogue trip to nominate your favorite song. Thanks to the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue, your Thanksgiving road trip just got a little better. All right, Junior, we need one song from the '90s that you must what? have at S H S H M Rogue trip. Yes, from the oh! night. Baby, come on now. <laughs> what? That's you, boo. That's what? you.
1: Summer right If you ain't got this on your playlist oh, for road trip. I uh, what? I am on my way to Sam Houston to see a girl right now with this plan in 1998. What? Yeah, I'm on the way right now. You hear? I'm, I'm on the way right now. What's you her name, Joey? Brenda, I'll be right there, girl. I told you I'm, be right there. I'm on 36. I'm on You've 36. You've
0: been working
2: I'm out.
1: 45. I'm coming through.
2: Girl, I got this chest for you. You got to see this chest I put on. Look at those guys. All right, thank you, Junior. Let's go, Rogue. More of the Steve Harvey Morning Show, 33 minutes after the hour, right after this.
3: You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs>
2: All right, uh, hard to miss you when you're always around. Uh, Steve, here's an email from Michelle out of Nashville. She says, hey, morning crew. My husband, Kevin, used to travel a lot for work, but the pandemic has stopped all of that. And, and so my question to you is, Steve, how do you deal with a significant other who used to travel a lot for work, and now they don't travel, and they are getting on your nerves?
4: Well, um, that's me.
2: Uh,
4: <laughs> i'm probably on marjorie's nerves it's michelle uh, from
2: nashville marjorie from memphis you're right.
4: I, it, I i can relate to that i'm usually like really busy on planes mm-hmm. going here going there, right, or right. just at work and mm-hmm. you know traveling around and stuff so it's it's tight man it does you know and um it's 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 something that all of us got to deal with. You know, this yeah. is real for all of us. If you're married and you're in the house with someone, they gonna get on your nerves. For mm-hmm. sure. And mm-hmm. I know, good in hell, well, I'm on her nerves.
3: Especially you
4: know, if you, and, you used know, to
1: travel a lot, yeah.
4: Hey, man, and you can stop all that. I make the money and all this. It don't mean nothing. You still on their damn nerves. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what you got to do is, man, you got to carve out some self time. Even if you live together, you got mm-hmm. to get outside, you got to go for walks alone. Okay. <laughs> alone. Alone. You cannot take the person that's on your nerves on your walk. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you Make got to idea. get outside, man. Uh-huh. You got to go to a park where that's not crowded and walk mm-hmm. through the grass, walk around the park, mm-hmm. go down to a track and get some fresh air. You've, and you've got to stay gone for a minute.
2: So they'll miss you. And then you. you
4: got to come back in there and deal with it. That's
2: my Couple best advice. hours
0: at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: At what, least. Tommy, what you got? You're what? married. Hey, <laughs> what are you snapping about? Did, is what? this close to your heart? Are you, yeah. you sensitive right now? What's going on? What?
0: Just, I'm just saying. Just get out are of here and flee. What? I go get uh, lost. You ever tried to just get lost when well, you can't make your way back home? I do that. So where'd you I go? I wander.
2: Yeah. Where, where'd you go wander?
0: You wander I live around? in the woods. Just wander in the woods. Just fine. Just go here. <laughs> wander go in the ahead. woods? Yeah. Don't leave no popcorn dropping. trying to
3: Are
4: you Yeah. yeah. Gretel? We're going to <laughs> yeah, mess around it. <clears throat> have to be looking for your ass with search yeah. parties and helicopters. <laughs> Keep Take on some going bread out there crumbs with you. Down T- yeah. yeah. there in Texas, all them hillbillies mad about this Boy. election. That's black ass go right T- there. Joe <laughs> Biden. Joe Biden. No. No. Hold on. Joe Joe Biden. Biden. Yeah. <laughs> oh man.
2: So just nope. the the main advice is try to carve some time out for yourself where you're alone. Even though you're
1: at the house together, quarantine, yeah. and all that, you still yeah. gotta have self care. Sometimes you
2: do. Along. Okay, you absolutely do. You absolutely. Cause you getting do. on each other's nerves for sure. Man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. that's normal. And find yeah.
0: you another place in the house that you can stay, because half what? the time that that one room y'all stay in together, that's not working uh-huh. all the time. Find a guest room or something that you.
4: Well, can...
1: maybe. What if people don't Everybody have that?
0: You're Tommy, gonna have to get
4: Tommy. a hey, Rich boy, rich boy, what? rich boy. Uh, huh? no. Find a guest room.
2: Stop. All right. Letting uh, it out. You, <laughs> it's <starting> to <laughs> you couldn't wait. To closing say that. remarks and last break yeah. of the day coming up at 49 minutes after. Right after this,
3: you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show.
2: Okay, guys, before we get to Steve's closing remarks, Steve, this is our last break of the day. We do have to take care of a little voting information business, okay? First of all, you can go to voting, uh, vote.org. But we got to tell you that for Georgia, the uh, Georgia Senate runoff dates this is the deal, okay? You can request your absentee ballot now. December 7th is voter registration's deadline, okay? If you're going to register to vote, you have to do it by December 7th. December 14th through the 31st is early voting and January 5th, 2021 is election day. So please, we gotta go, Georgia. We gotta do this. Vote for Reverend Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff, okay? And young people, this is especially for the young people. 23,000 young people, Steve, in the state of Georgia, will turn 18 between the dates of, well, now and January 5th. So if your birthday is between now and uh, January 5th, please go register. You have to do it before or by on no. December 7th, okay? You have to do it during that time. December 7th is the cutoff date. That's the deadline. You you want to do this so your young voice at 18 can be heard. That is a right. Yeah. Exercise yeah. your right.
4: Yeah, you can start participating right. now. Mm-hmm. This is important, mm-hmm. y'all. Yeah. L- l- mm-hmm. let, me, let, me, let me help you understand something. We have an opportunity to prove beyond. Hey, can you take that music up? It's on your Who nerves. Is that back there.
2: What is they doing? Hey!
4: <laughs> bonk, bonk, bonk. That's hey, that
2: girl, the beautiful <laughs> Crystal. <laughs> okay.
4: We have an opportunity with this election in the state of Georgia to send an even more clear message. See, y'all, I I really do appreciate how you showed up at the polls because you did that, man. You really, really did that. Uh, You know, I kept saying that if you really want them to believe that Black Lives Matter, show them at the polls. See, that will be never again can they discount you at the polls anymore because of what you did in Milwaukee. Because of what Wayne County did in Detroit and the way Wayne County responded yesterday when the two Republicans tried to block the uh, certification of the ballot and Detroit went off black and white and they went off. But because of your vote in Wayne County, it flipped Michigan and then the beat came down here to Atlanta, Georgia and the, the whole race was so tight. Until they got to DeKalb, Fulton County, Savannah, Columbia, Atlanta, and started counting them votes. We already know who that is. We flipped Georgia. And then they went up to Philly, and he was winning handily in Philly. And then they started counting them votes in Pittsburgh and and, and, and and Philly. And oh, my goodness, we did it again. We proved beyond a shadow of a doubt that our vote matters. See, if you, you, you don't think they paid attention to that, they sick to their stomach. That's why they're trying to invalidate the whole process and all like that in Colorado. But listen to me. We have some unfinished business. Now, they are counting on that we shot our best shot. They are counting on that we are going to get complacent. They are counting on the fact that traditionally they get these Senate seats by because nobody does runoffs and nobody goes to vote for those secondary positions outside of major elections we're not having at this time. We're paying close attention. See, black people done got tired of the way you're treating us. This is what this is about. This is a message of saying, we're not asking you to do anything for us, but we are requiring that you stop doing things to us. See, we're sick of your divisive rhetoric. we tired of you up in the prowl we tired of you them here building your walls and banning Muslim traveling, getting people out the country on docking, getting mad at everybody that kneel because you're going to flip the script so you can have an agenda. We're getting mad. We still remember you sending them that full page ad in an article about them five boys in Central Park that didn't even commit that crime and you wanted them to pay. Hey, man, we hip to this. We're tired of it. We're tired of what you've been doing for us. tired of your rhetoric, man, that has raised the level of bigotry and racism in this country. You did this. You did this, and now you have to pay. You can't do things to innocent people over and over and over. You've been doing it for four years, and now you have to pay. Sir, the gig is up. You have to pay. Now, To as a parting gift, on your way out at the inauguration, We're going to remove two Senate seats as our gift to you. For all you have done to us, claiming to have done more for us than any other president since Abraham Lincoln, and I still can't think of any damn thing you've done for us, but I can give you a list of things you've done to us. As a parting gift and on your way out, we, the brothers and sisters, And like-minded people of Georgia would like to send with you with all our love and gratitude for all you've done to us. We want to finally do something to you. On behalf of the country, we would like to send you off and them two Senate seats in Georgia, you can take them with you. We would like to hand you uh, Kelly, Kelly, uh, whatever, Leffler, whatever. And we would like to hand you Purdue and take both of them with you. Take your negative ads that Kelly Leffler's doing. Take your Purdue. Do- and y'all just go somewhere. Take all that with you. And we're gonna see if we can put a little bit more unity back in this country. We don't, we're not going to always agree on policy, and we got that. But you're not gonna ram this bigotry and hatred down our throats. We got there always be a discussion about women's rights to decision. Oh, we got that there'll always be immigration decisions we have to make. We got that. But what you going to stop doing, No, you going to stop ramming down our throat that black lives don't matter. See, quit showing us that blue lives matter and all lives matter. That's not what we're saying. We think that blue lives matter. And we do respect that all lives matter. We just want ours to matter the same. That's all Black Lives Matter is saying. And for white people that don't understand that, could you just try to get that through your head unless you don't want to and take them center seats with your ass though. <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. But... That's, right. perfect. That's perfect. <laughs> take a Yeah.